Welcome to Chapter One with Houston Public Library, where we give you just enough story to get you hooked. This episode features Xmas by Kate Bryan, read by Kendra. This title is intended for teens, however, it may contain language or themes that some readers may find offensive. Recorded with permission of Simon and Schuster. Chapter One, North Valley High School, Los Angeles, December twenty second. 11.43 a.m. Mr. Gary had to be kidding. It was literally moments before the last bell was supposed to ring on the last half day of classes, three seconds to Christmas break, and the holidays and freedom, and the earth science teacher was handing out homework, with every indication that he expected people to be paying attention. Had he finally lost it? He must be insane, Lila Beckwith muttered to her lab partner, Danny. She took the handout with a heavy sigh and scanned the first page, picking out the words global warming and polar ice caps before stuffing the article into her bag. Winter break was about to start and she had far more pressing things to attend to. For example, the biggest party of the year, which she happened to be throwing tonight, assuming Earth science ever ended. Ring! Finally! Lila leaped from her seat and raced for the door, getting caught up in the swell of excited kids streaming down the hallway. The lacrosse guys jostled one another outside the classroom. A pack of drummer geeks linked arms and sang rocking around the Christmas tree in four-part harmony as they headed past the main office. Such was Lila's sudden rush of vacation-induced holiday spirit that for once she didn't even find them annoying. The sea of laughing, happy teenagers swept through the halls and out the front door delivering Leela into a typically perfect Southern California day. The sky was blue and flawless. Palm trees rustled in the slight breeze, and the sun was warm on her face. Off to the south, the Santa Monica Mountains rose in the distance, marking the barrier between the San Fernando Valley and the city of Los Angeles. The front steps of North Valley High were divided, too. Seniors lounged around the upper steps in their assorted social groups, Juniors took over the flat landing below them, and underclassmen occupied the lowest steps, closest to the parking lot. Leela pushed her dark hair over her shoulder with a smile. Every single one of them wanted to go to her party. I hope you're ready for tonight, Leela's best friend Carly called from her usual place at the top of the wide steps, surrounded by a cluster of girls. She was blonde and sunny, the perfect foil to Lila's dark brunette looks. Leela liked to think of them as Yin and Yang, or Serena and Blair. Together, they were the leaders of the most popular group of girls in the senior class, and thus the entirety of North Valley High. You know it, Lula said with a grin, easing her way to the place reserved for her at Carly's side. You and Lee and Rebecca Gans, two inseparable seniors, parted ways to make room, and Melinda Dennis, an enterprising, wide-eyed sophomore, practically polished the railing for her to lean against. Lila eased between the girls, happy to be at the center of their group. She'd worked hard to get there, after all. If she wished that it all came as effortlessly to her as it did to carefree, beautiful, and beloved Carly, well, she kept that to herself. I can't believe my parents are finally going out of town, Lula said with a dramatic eye roll. The other girls pressed closer. Janine Frago looked like she was about to keel over from the excitement. Or maybe she'd eaten nothing but carrots again today. They seriously never go anywhere. I have no idea what act of God has reversed their entire lifestyle and personal history for this weekend. But who am I to look a gift horse in the mouth? Is E coming down? Carly asked, flashing her famous infectious grin. It had the same warming effect on everyone, including Leela. How could you not smile back? Absolutely, Leela said. He wouldn't miss it. 
E was Eric, Carly's older brother and Leela's boyfriend. They had been dating for almost three years and he was driving down from Stanford tonight where he was a freshman. They had barely seen each other all fall. He needed to get settled at school and her parents insisted she focuses on her classes and SATs. But with any luck, this would be the longest they'd ever be apart. Next year at this time, she hoped to be at Stanford alongside him. It had been her dream school since forever, and the fact that Eric went there was like an amazing two-for-one sale at Fred Siegel. You guys are so lucky, Melinda gushed on cue. Lily was not about to tell Melinda, now or ever, that luck had nothing to do with how her life had turned out. People didn't just end up best friends with Carly Hollander, much less dating Eric who was a year ahead of them and voted both most attractive and most likely to succeed in last year's yearbook superlatives. Leela had taken advantage of a few key opportunities, like Carly's big falling out with her former best friend Janine, and she'd done it without acting all creepy and gushy like Melinda, thank you very much. I heard people are driving up from the OC to come tonight, Rebecca broke in, railroading the conversation like she always did. Michelle Reynolds said she read about it on her cousin's Twitter, and he lives all the way down in San Juan Capistrano. It's going to be legendary. Lila leaned back as the conversation swelled up around her, listening with pleasure as everyone debated the rumors they'd heard about the party she hadn't even thrown yet. Tonight was going to rock, and when it did, it would cement her reputation forevermore. No more waiting for everyone to wake up one day and realize that she was a former nobody. No more Eric Hollander's girlfriend or Carly Hollander's best friend. Oh no. She would be Leela Beckwith all on her own. She could hardly wait. Her eyes fell on a single solitary figure heading toward the parking lot. He pushed his shaggy black hair off his forehead and hoisted his so uncool, it was cool, black canvas Jansport farther up on his back. Bo Hodges, all alone, of course. Not that she felt sorry for him, Bo chose to be alone, just like he chose to embrace being a loser each and every day of his high school career. Witness his clothes, dirty hoodie over a ripped-up old concert t-shirt featuring some obscure band, jeans Leela was pretty sure he'd worn back in 7th grade, and his trademark up-yours world slouch, which called attention to his messy dark hair and his brooding, lazy blue eyes that were always, always filled with way too much attitude. He was everything enraging, wrapped up in one lean, hipsterch package. It was hard to imagine that she had ever dated him, but the facts were the facts, and anyway, it was ancient history at this point. Bo was her ex-boyfriend, something very few people even remembered these days. Given that Leela was, well, Leela was, Leela and Bo was, busy being Bo. They had been together all through middle school and for most of ninth grade. Up until Lila started hanging out with Carly and Bo had acted like Carly was the head recruiter for the local leopard colony, his loss. He had gone on to his exciting career as a teenage nonanity, and Lila was dating Eric Hollander and about to throw the biggest party of the year. Was there really any competition? Her Nokia buzzed and she pulled it out of her distressed leather tote. Eric flashed on the screen. She held up a finger to her crew before answering, as if they hadn't already heard the distinctive Eric-only ringtone, Sugar by Flo Rida. Tell me you're already on your way, she said, watching Bo get into his beat-up Ford Escort. He pulled off his faded gray hoodie and threw it in the back seat. Eric, thank God, would never be caught dead, shuffling around in public looking like he'd slept in his clothes. Or better yet, that you made it home early. Hey, babe, Eric replied. Lila loved his voice, so low and always sweet when he called her babe. 
She closed her eyes and pictured him. Eric was tall with wide, football-strong shoulders and a confident swagger, a blonde Californian god with the requisite surface body and the yummiest hazel eyes in the world. And he was all leeless. It was like a dream, except for the part where it was completely and deliciously real. I can't wait to see you, Leela murmured. Me either, Eric replied, a little too quickly for comfort. But babe, I'm not going to make it down tonight. I'm really sorry. What do you mean? Lila's eyes popped open, her voice squeaking despite herself. What do you mean you're not going to make it? She wanted to scream, but she knew she couldn't lose it, not in public, not with everyone watching. From her perch at the top steps, she could see the whole school was splayed out in front of her, in descending order of social importance. For a brief second, she wished she were down on the lowest steps, where she could have a private conversation without everybody listening. She wished she were in the parking lot, even, invisible, like bold but only for a brief second. One of my professors sprang this take-home final on us today out of nowhere, Eric said with a heavy sigh. I've already been at the library for three hours, and it doesn't look like I'll finish anytime soon. It has to be in by 8 a.m. tomorrow, and that means there is just no way I can get it done and still make it to L.A. He sighed again, and she imagined him making that concerned frown, with his forehead wrinkled up and his mouth pulled down, the way he always did when he was upset about something. I'm really sorry, Leela. Oh, no worries, Lula said, trying to sound understanding. Carly's eyebrows were raised in a question mark. I completely understand. And I'll be home before Christmas, don't worry. Eric continued, his tone lighter now. Just a couple more days, I promise. You just concentrate on your final, Lula said in her sweetest, best supportive girlfriend voice. And I'll see you when I see you. She deserved the freaking Girlfriend of the Year award, she thought as she hit the button to end the call, or an Oscar. Oh no, Yoon said with what sounded like mostly sincere supportiveness. What happened to Eric? Don't tell me he's too hungover for the drive, Carly said with a laugh. Leela smiled breezily at her girls. He got slammed with a surprise final, she said, shrugging her shoulders. The crisp Los Angeles air seemed to slice right through her plaid Alice plus Olivia button down. You should have heard how bummed he was. She wrinkled up her nose and grinned at Carly. Your brother is so cute. I think I just threw up in my mouth, Carly replied, and everyone laughed. She reached over and linked her arm through Leela's. Leela let herself lean on Carly, just a little bit. It wasn't like Eric was letting her down. He had exams, but her whole fantasy of co-hosting a fabulous party with her perfect college boyfriend was crumbling faster than a stale Christmas cookie in January. As her click started moving toward the parking lot, Lula shook out her glossy dark mane, forcing herself to regroup. Forget the pity party, she had a real party to plan, her entire future depending on it. The North Pole might be melting, but hell would freeze over before Lula Beckworth committed social suicide. Wondering what happens next? Check out Xmas by Kate Bryan. Available in multiple formats at www.houstonlibrary.org.